0: good evening everybody i'm mark and i'm Britton. and today we uh, we took a step into something that uh, i don't think we've really done before
1: uh yeah it's uh, i think our first foray into the italian horror genre
0: yes um this specifically is a it's called a giallo movie yeah it's uh, the type of movie it's uh well it's inferno i think <laughs> yeah, it, it was okay inferno. inferno by dario argento and uh let's just jump in and get started there's plenty to talk about with this so uh go mm. ahead talk
1: so, uh, to preface this, we we kind of learned afterwards that this was the second in a series of three, so we kind of jumped the gun a little bit and watched the, the second movie first. I don't so,
0: know how interconnected the movies are, I just know that yeah. this is the second of the, the, uh, whatever trilogy.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it could be, uh, stand stories, or it could be all, uh, woven together. But in any case, the movie starts out where uh, some lady is going, I think she visits or is uh, coming out of an antique bookstore where uh, she had just read a book called The Three Mothers, mm. and it was kind of about these different, I think, witches, were they? Or demons? or. Uh, they're, they're like supernatural entities. Yeah. And they, uh, she finds this secret she goes, she finds a basement, there's a door on, you know, on the the floor somewhere, and she opens it up. Like, not not a trap door, just like, literally a door that you would find on a wall, but it was on the ground. So, uh, she goes in the basement and kind of putters about, and then finds another sub-basement, where, I'm guessing it might have, that might have had some connection to the previous movie, because it seemed important, but, uh, I didn't get anything out of it. And, uh, it's... Uh, but it's it's flooded, and she drops her keys in there like a silly goose, and uh, has to go swimming in the duty water to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she re- does retrieve her keys after a while, and you know finds a corpse and leaves, but writes a letter to her brother Mark.
0: Not me, right? No,
1: not you. Oh, okay. Do you do you have a sister? I who, do. I know you have a sister, but do you have a <laughs> sister who uh, who? Uh, 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 Collects antique books about demonology and stuff like that.
0: I, I don't know. I like. I can't. I can't spend every waking moment like you know discussing her ins and outs of her day. Yeah, that's so fair. she that's might.
1: Fair. Uh, let's see. Uh, S-
0: I, I, I want to. Before we jump even further in, I want to point out that this movie is confusing as all hell. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a little bit, a little bit confusing. And like. I know that Suspiria, which I think is uh, Dario Argento's, probably. I know it's the movie that comes up a lot uh, when discussing his work um, yeah and that's the first part of the the quote unquote trilogy uh, I hear that's just as confusing as this movie <laughs> Yeah there is
1: it's and it's not a bad movie by any stretch but it's it is a bit uh, what, what's the word I'm looking convoluted
0: yeah uh confusing it's yeah know, like we're, we're gonna get into everything there's gonna be lots of spoilers from here uh, yeah from here on out and i guess throughout the whole thing uh that we already did but uh because there are lots of very specific things i want to talk about in this movie and be like why did this happen why did that happen yeah but um, we'll just continue on and wrap up the rest of the the story that you understand.
1: Uh, so after she gets her keys and writes the letter, she sends it to her brother and he receives it. And uh, he's in his college class where he's listening. He's majoring in musicology,
0: I think. What's that the study of? Is um, that like a doctor? It's a, it's a study of music. Oh. Yeah,
1: there was a nurse who just <laughs> didn't get it. And... Uh, so they're listening to opera and then he there's this kind of creepy girl that's staring at him and uh you know, then they kind of just wrap up and leaves and he leaves his letter behind like a dummy uh only for I, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his uh or just a study partner uh she retrieves it and, and uh, reads about it and goes to a library and finds the book <laughs> yep and uh is chased by some creeper who is, who is in the basement of this library, I think, uh, boiling glue to bind books together. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing we might have known who he was if we watched the previous film, but I'm I don't betting
0: We don't. Uh, I'm, I'm betting not. nothing about this is explained. All right. Because, like, she dies by, assumingly him, uh, I don't know who the yeah. killer is. There's a serial killer going around, but it's like a supernatural serial killer.
1: Like a, a, there's a lot of people being murdered and we don't really know who's doing the murder. Uh, Even at the end.
0: Yeah, uh, there's. so we're gonna branch a little bit off because at this point, this guy, um, Mark, uh, he starts trying to piece this all together of why the hell you know, what happened to my sister? Why did my study partner get murdered? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? And everyone keeps dying around him, and he's trying to figure it out, and uh, he eventually kind of does. He finds, like, a little secret part place in this building, and
1: um... Where, where the, there was this old guy that we kind of glossed over, but he, he doesn't really talk, and it's the... the his nurse uh, is the nurse who didn't know what musicology was and uh turns out that she's dun 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 uh
0: all three of the witches or at least, or, one, at least one of the three mothers
1: like she said she was like she, it was confusing like i'm i'm all of the sisters We're we but we are death yeah and then she turns into a, a a cheesy death costume
0: or i think she says something along the lines of uh we you know the three mothers were all the same and then it yeah. turned into death so maybe all the three are just different iterations of death. It could be. But, not they don't kill everybody involved in this, because, like, the first person gets killed, we're assuming it's one of the three ladies, yeah. or one of the three mothers, um, and then some other ones start killing, there's this, like, weird monster that has weird hands and is grabbing yeah. and killing people, but then one guy, one asshole, tries to throw a bunch of cats into the river, Yeah, and he gets killed by just a guy at a food truck.
1: Yeah, we don't know who he is, who that guy is, uh, and, and then, uh, yeah, we don't really figure out who the murderer is, or maybe it's it's supposed to imply that uh, anyone with uh, anyone with the connection of this book, they'll uh, they'll influence others around them to murder them or something like that. But it, it, it really played fast and loose uh, with who who the killer was.
0: Like cats, cats killed a person.
1: Yeah, cats. Oh, cats uh, cats at least hurt a person and then the guy then the was it a no, it was a lady that got stabbed.
0: Mhm. It was just there was there was so much uh, so much like just weird shit in this movie and yet uh, I I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, yeah, it wasn't great, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for its uh, this is where we're going to start doing some more uh-huh. of the analytical part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But what I enjoyed about this movie was more the atmosphere and the mood and the setting. Like, it, it was yeah. actually, I don't know, it, it was an actual creepy type of atmosphere and I loved it.
1: Yeah, they, the, the the strengths of this movie were a lot of the lighting, a lot of the camera work, and a lot of the set design, like there was a lot of detail, uh, you know, put into how this movie looks maybe not how the is told yeah. so much but definitely the look and the feel and the atmosphere uh, of this movie were its strongest points
0: it was a visually like appealing movie yeah. and i, I like that for it and to me um I, I think we might be going about this in the wrong way uh, uh we we're looking at this and trying to figure out like, what's going on why is uh why is this going on well why are these supernatural ladies you know killing everybody yeah the the, the the three mothers is all three mothers one like i think we're looking at this wrong like if we go into this as a as a spiritual uh, on the same length as like eraser head where it was uh-huh. just oh symbolism wrapped in symbolism yeah i guess uh i think that's the way we should be going into this you know because we don't watch Eraserhead and say you know what i don't understand why don Knotts was staring at that guy but uh <laughs> But uh, I, don't, yeah. you know, I don't know if Don Knotts was in. I don't think Don Knotts was in there. I remember there was a, there was one point there was you made a Don Knotts joke for Eraserhead, so that's all that I can remember. I, about it. I
1: think there was a guy that kind of looked like him. In, but but uh, it's I I don't know. Like uh, you know, Eraserhead is not just symbolism; it's overt symbolism, mm-hmm. where wherein uh, hey, maybe there's. Uh, connections like there was this lady who was killed by a broken window in a matter similar to a guillotine, yeah. and maybe she's supposed to represent I don't know the aristocracy, uh, yeah, the aristocracy or or uh that French print, uh, uh, what Louis? the hell, uh, King Louis or uh, Marie Antoinette, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, one of those two, and. But it's it's really hard to say the it, it was if it was symbolic it was it was beyond me.
0: Well, yeah, I I feel the same way about Eraserhead, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, I I look at this movie and I think uh, there was a certain point, maybe five, ten minutes, fifteen at the most, into this movie that I I made the the flip in my head and said, yeah, this is not a movie that I think is going to be very plot-focused. I think that the idea of this movie is to be a more creepy and surreal setting and to make you feel like you're more in a nightmare than an actual three-act structure of, oh, what's going on? Who's the killer? Like, I think the idea is that you're more trapped with the movie as opposed to watching it. Yeah. You're... This movie's not stuck here with you. You're stuck with the movie. And I, I... I kind of enjoy that a little bit yeah. again i'm i probably jump into some more of these movies because uh, now that i'm watching it i, I yeah we might as well yeah um again like i said i think i think suspiria is supposed to be one of the like you know the tops of this and i'm glad that i watched this movie because it gives me a chance to talk about horror which i love yeah. and uh we can always i can always point a finger at this movie and like newer horror movies and say what are you doing that these newer horror movies just aren't doing the same? Yeah. Like we talked about it while we were watching it.
1: Yeah, uh, Because this movie uh, was a horror movie, but it was also very slowly paced, mm-hmm. and we were kind of usually when a when a horror movie is slowly paced, it is a endurance. It is it is a uh, just an obstacle to get through this movie. Uh, but this movie, it. Uh, It's really hard to say, but yeah, it had the same slow pacing of someone puttering around a room uh, looking for someone or looking for something, but uh, they did it in a way that was more visually interesting and less boring.
0: I think it's because, oddly enough, even though this movie was a little bit slower paced, um, I wouldn't say it was padded. No. And, like, even if you don't have something going on even you just have a lady looking for her keys that she dropped in a puddle yeah um the visuals themselves are so interesting that your eye is always focused on something you're al- yeah. always interested in the atmosphere the scenery the mood so even though it's slower paced you're not you're not like oh come on like let's 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 go already
1: yeah yeah there, there's either there's always something new for you to either collect information about the movie uh, in your head or just some something visual to
0: admire it's funny there like I you could have put this movie on mute and it almost would have been as as compelling
1: yeah uh, we'd we know just about as much about it
0: <laughs> yeah uh, and there is oddly enough like every now and again, out of nowhere just this musical score just jumps and assaults you
1: yeah it was it was was really really uh, i'm not not odd or unpleasant but it was kind of a uh rock and roll opera
0: yeah it was very jarring when yeah guys looking around seeing like oh that must be blood oh look at that hmm i recognize this painting but what could it be i'm like what the fuck just happened yeah uh, it, uh, I think I don't think that was a uh, mistake. No, no, of course
1: not. And uh, but it was, yeah, definitely, definitely a a unique experience.
0: It is a experience that I am happy that I went through, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and it did something that a movie like this should do. Now I'm more interested in more works by this guy. Yeah, I'm like yeah, maybe I do at some point want to go back and watch Suspiria and be like, does this give me any clues to what the hell I just saw?
1: Th- though it does make me wonder if. Uh, since this movie is called Inferno, maybe it's, uh, th- there is some kind of tenuous connection between the Dante O'Leary book.
0: Is that, you know, that's true, because uh, there's a lot of times where people are going to lower and lower yeah. levels in this building. So maybe he got to the bottom and they were, you know, they just said, okay, well, you figured it out, now leave, and then he did. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, he left that, the building. He left the building that was on fire and death was just, oh, He was super shredded. Yep, and so we just assume that this man can't die now, that nobody can die.
1: Yeah, since death was burned to death, uh, I guess we're all immortal, and we've been immortal since 1980.
0: Like, I wonder what happened, uh, like, what's gonna happen for death to come back? Like, I imagine it's a little bit of a process when death dies, the next death doesn't just take over right away. There's so much paperwork involved that you have like a good 6 months.
1: Actually, I don't think it is it, it's like that at all. I think it's like the Santa Claus and uh <laughs> there's a new death. Yeah, like now uh since that guy killed Death, uh he is now the new Death.
0: Like he he looks in the mirror and he just sees his face go from full and robust to shriveled and yeah, skeletal. Yeah,
1: oh boy, I'm in big yeah. trouble. Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: The Santa Death. The Death Clause. <laughs> <laughs> How about we call it the Exit Clause? I like that. I like it. So, you know, that'd be interesting, because now I want to see this 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 wormy little guy. Yeah. Um, I want to see him, like, all right, we laid it out for you. You have to be Death. No, I'm not doing it.
1: Well, is so is there kind of like a... Uh, a little death's workshop that he has to go to. Of course. And, uh, you know, he he's in there and all of his skeleton elves are working on, I guess, implements of violence.
0: Like, I think they're trying to learn new ways to kill people.
1: Yeah. And, uh, the, and he's, I guess, I guess he's uh, met with uh, his version of Bernard, just uh, what would he be, like a ghoul? Same
0: guy, it's still Bernard. It's
1: still Bernard? It's still Bernard. He, he, he just, he, he's just... Same Bernard, same outfit, but it's all black.
0: Yeah, you're like, Oh, what happened is you put on the hood. You're the, you know, the 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 black cloak. You're the, you're the guy. You're the death. Like, but I don't want to be. Yeah, well, too bad. Where, where do you think they're at? The the West Pole. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say they're at uh, they're they're somewhere completely innocuous, like they're uh, they're in Seattle, Prague, Prague. Prague. Yeah. <laughs> it's always Prague. Always Prague. It's a beautiful place. Um. But I imagine that, yeah, like they're they're trying to invent all these little elves are working, all these yeah. headless elves are working <laughs> to invent, like you know, brand new implement, you know, brand new ways to kill everybody. And this is why there are so many weird, creative death scenes in this movie. Like they're testing some of them out.
1: I imagine they're testing it out on each other.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, because they're immortal, and yeah. um, he has like there's a just one day where he gets to. Like, you know, you have a day to start fulfilling your duties, yeah. or else, uh... Like, what what punishment would you think they would... You think they just change? Once once they look and they see what's going on, they're like, you know what, maybe I can be death for a little bit. Well,
1: I, I think, uh, if they don't do their duties, they, you know, since it's all the same union, they get transferred to the North Pole.
0: Oh, they become... Uh, that's why... That's what happens to Bernard. Yeah. Like, uh, that's why he got transferred, because he was just tired of all, you know, and...
1: It, it, you have to think, it's like... Being around all that saccharine happiness is gonna make- it's gonna drive you crazy after a while. Especially if you're a cy- like, Bernard seemed like the cynical type. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I- think just every thousand years he'll- he'll transfer to the, uh, to Prague.
0: If- if he's been good, he'll transfer to Prague. Yeah. And everyone who's, you know, you know naughty gets transferred and has to become an elf- ...in Santa's Workshop. Yeah. And like, that includes death if he doesn't do what he's gotta do.
1: Yeah, and, uh... I, I imagine the, the uh... If, if you mess up in Santa's Workshop, Prague is where you're
0: sent. <laughs> so it's a never-ending cycle?
1: Yeah, like... Uh, the, the, it, it really depends on where you mess up. Like, if, if you're in Prague and you mess up, you're sent to the, the North Pole... ...where you're just miserable and making toys.
0: Like, I actually think it's the opposite. Like, Santa's Workshop... Is actually the punishment, and if you screw up in Santa's workshop, you go to a Nike factory. Well, I was gonna say you just had another thousand years added to your bid. Oh, so it's it's ju- so it's like a just a hell. Yeah, and they're immortal. You have to make toys, and it's like you, you don't fuck up yeah. because you will be stuck there. Like Bernard has only been there for ten years, yeah. and he's already miserable. And like yeah. he was happy at the depths, uh, you know, at. Uh, at the the West Pole uh, oh yeah
1: like if uh, if you if you're having a bad day you could just murder an elf
0: and you know he but he unfortunately he he liked the liquor and he took he took a bottle of of the uh, of the 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 Captain Death's you know Glengooly Blue or something and then that was it he was like "All right, you gotta be there for a thousand years yeah
1: he he smashed a bottle over over the head of a dignitary
0: (laughs) a death dignitary. Now I I think just a, a Prague one. Like do you think that um like the people in the know, you yeah. know, like uh, the prime minister, you know, like you, they know about the West Pole there in Prague? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. And they I, sometimes they, tour the studio. Like they the- they'll, they'll look the other way. Uh but you know, since the tax revenue is out of this world, uh there's nothing they're going to do about it. It's like
0: Disneyland. There <laughs> It's um do you, you want to get a sued Britain what are you doing? You're out of your mind. Well, people die in S- Disneyland cease all the time. And desist. Um <laughs> no, I cuz I imagine like some people are really into it like, oh, yeah. photo op. Let's let's, you know, let's get the let's get the picture with the uh, with the the headless elves and death. And it's a lot of fun yeah, like, you know, a,
1: He signed it to "You scare me." Ha ha
0: ha. <laughs> death. You know, it's uh like it's one of those like the headlines for there it's like the two things you can't avoid are death and taxes. Yeah. And they're all here at Prague, you know. And you Come
1: here and die with the family.
0: Like, it becomes the most tragical place on earth, you know. <laughs> just like Disneyland. And, uh, they have, they start expanding out into the, the early 21st century. Yeah. Like, there's, now there's a death theme park around it. Yeah. I, I
1: imagine there, yeah. It's just, you know, different, uh, different little sub-parks, like,
0: oh, I want to go to the Burn Ward! Like, that actually be kind of, I mean, I'm, I, I know this is kind of morbid, but... Well, yeah. A, a death-themed theme park, where obviously no one's gonna die, yeah. but the theme is just, like, okay, death, mortal danger, or not even death, uh, a horror-themed theme park, like, 24-7, like, yeah. or not 24-7, but, like, through the whole year. I'm not talking about, like, the Halloween know at great adventure or mm-hmm. anything like that i mean just a straight up halloween horror themed theme park that all all year long is horror based i would fucking love that
1: yeah that would be that would be cool uh just yeah not, not like because even though halloween is kind of the the pinnacle of of the genre like horror is is revered year-round
0: yeah like Everyone likes to watch scary movies around Halloween time, but yeah. I watch scary movies all the time. Yeah, I, I watch them to get to sleep. Yeah, it's, uh, well, that's weird, but um, but no, like I'll, I'll literally put on a like horror movie like during on Christmas, you know. Yeah. But uh, when it's Halloween, it's funny because I was like, ah, now I have an excuse to do the thing <laughs> that I've already been doing all year. Now,
1: now it's now I'm. <laughs> Now I'm no longer a pariah from society.
0: <laughs> this is more socially acceptable. Like, what kind of rides do you think they'd have at a horror theme park? Like, uh, uh, I, right now, the first thing that comes to mind is like, like uh, the Tilt-a-Scream or something like something that.
1: Something like that. I, I imagine uh, it, there's things like uh, you know your standard rides where uh, it, it, it maybe like a that that ride that is usually a ship.
0: That goes oh, back, back and, forth, and forth, but it's yeah. a pit pe- a pendulum. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Or, you know, the teacups are like skull heads. Yeah, you know, skulls without their tops. And
1: uh, I, I, I imagine there's there's shows too. Well, like of course. you can watch a body get embalmed.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's, let's scale back a it's,
1: bit. Uh, it's a death. Sh- it's a it's, it's, you said it's a death. It's horror. It's horror theme. Oh, we're park. not we're not in Prague anymore. No,
0: no, we're not doing the Prague
1: thing. Oh, okay.
0: We're just doing straight up horror uh, theme park. All right. Like we don't have to watch a body get embalmed, but Well,
1: yeah, I didn't know we moved.
0: But I will I would like to see like a like you know, see the shows. Like it all of a sudden these people come out and it's like Disney on ice or or the Disney the stage show they have, only with, you know, scary things happening.
1: Uh, uh, I guess that's cool. There's no body being
0: involved. But... <laughs> like Alice Cooper comes out and gives a live performance. I, I
1: don't think Alice Cooper is a. Uh going to be skating on ice anytime soon he's starting to get up there
0: you know maybe on halloween like you know when we're when it's like you know the big season they they book all the good acts yeah and that's when alice cooper shows up but otherwise like the the person that gives like an alice cooper look-alike kind of like how they have the jack sparrow look-alike yeah. you know uh, so it's an alice cooper look-alike and sound alike but you know it's, it's not very good
1: <laughs> yeah it it's good enough for the the show and he just does a bunch of just does a bunch of alice cooper and rammstein covers like
0: this act this whole thing really
1: writes itself because it would be very popular
0: because you know how great adventure has the mascots you know like oh here's donald or uh, here's a daffy duck and you know the warner brothers and you know all that stuff like okay freddy krueger or jason voorhees or something like that like Michael Myers. Hell, fucking the blob. A blob ride would be fucking awesome. Oh, That's like a blob, blob. flume.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, just all this viscous liquid. Yeah. That, would, that would actually get people, I think, very injured because... uh <laughs> like once a ton you, of bricks. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like yeah, it going, yeah, going into the water and it makes a splash is one thing. I think it going into this viscous non-Newtonian fluid... It's just gonna make you, like,
0: slam into a wall. Yeah, okay, I, I got a better idea, though, so... Like, it's on a track and everything uh-huh. like that, um... So, but instead of a sort of viscous fluid, it's, you know, something that's, like, the same consistency as gelatin. You yeah. know, and... But blood red. So instead of getting splashed with some water, it's just, it's like it's raining gore on you. Uh,
1: maybe maybe uh closer to like a lazy you know a lazy river ride where uh they go under
0: this slime waterfall. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that would be that would be fucking that that'd be great. It'd be awful, like uh, it yeah. all, it's all lube. <laughs> Like that's why I was trying to stick to gelatin, because it wouldn't be so bad to have jello all over <sighs> you. Yeah, It'd that'd be, that'd be sticky would, and awful. Lube, I think, would be worse.
1: I, I don't know. I would rather be slippery than sticky.
0: I don't know, folks. What? Answer our question. What? What would you rather have? You can text it to me directly if you want to. Uh, because a lot of you guys, you know, don't know, you know, don't, we don't read the comments a lot. Yeah, not often enough. Um, uh, we try to, but, uh, what we, what do you think would be better? Just put either lube or jello. <laughs> yeah. Lube or jello, what would you rather have on the waterfall?
1: Yeah, because, I don't know, I think water-based lubricant would, would, uh, dry out, uh, faster than, than jello and not leave a sticky residue.
0: I think you could just, like, brush most of the, most of the jello off. And just have like a little bit of jello on you. Like, I
1: don't know. I, jello, jello is still kind of a liquid.
0: Like I, I honestly, well, we know where I stand. I'm picking jello. All right, and I'll pick a lube. I'll take the lube. Like, oh, I can't imagine being wet and uh, <laughs> wet and just heavy all day, just with from the lube. Yeah. Like, oh, no, wow. it's, it's don't not, get me wrong. It's not ideal. <laughs> uh, neither of these are pleasant. And uh, I'm trying to think, like, because the more I talk about this. The more awesome this place would, you know, would yeah. seem. Uh, obviously, we don't want to do anything that would, you know, hurt anybody. It says you. Um, okay. I don't want to hurt people with this. I want it to be just a fun theme park, just, I, you know.
1: I, I, I want this to be nothing but trouble.
0: <laughs> Those people were fine. Yeah. Sure. Everyone knows that movie. That's a good reference. Yeah. They're looking it up right now like, you think he means nothing to lose? No, that's not no. A deep cut. Nobody knows that movie. Either. Nothing to lose. Was that with uh, Martin Lawrence it and was. Tim Robbins? Yes, it was. I like that movie. That was I a good do movie. too. That's Steve Odenkirk. No shit. Yep, and he's even in it. As whom? All right. As who, rather? Um, so this is a little bit of a side thing, but uh, if you've ever seen the movie and you know there's a scene where they're doing this robbery and this guard comes in and starts dancing around. That's him. That's him. Huh. Like I didn't notice that until after I watched Kung Pao and I went back and watched that. I'm like, "That's the Chosen One! Wow!" Like it's it's funny because like it,
1: it it's a good movie, but it's not over the top stupid, like uh, like his other movies.
0: He maybe he had a little bit of uh, restraint.
1: Yeah, like the uh, maybe the the executives are like, "All right, Steve," uh, maybe having uh, Tim Robbins yell out his own ass. Uh it, it's just it's just not working for me.
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, because as you hinted like yeah, um Steve O'Kirk did the first uh, uh, the second um Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. He might have done the first, I don't know. I don't know. Um but he was still kind of grounded there. It was just more of a wacky Jim Carrey than anything. Like I feel like Jim Carrey would be doing this almost no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Um and then you get nothing to lose, which again, kind of wacky in places, but still grounded in reality, and I think it was because he was still, like, all right, just do a few good hits, and then we'll give you the keys to the kingdom, and you can make whatever movie you want. Yeah. And once he got that chance, he was like, all right, I'm doing Kung Pao. All right, well, we trust you. And boy, oh boy, bad decision on their parts. Don't get me wrong, I love Kung Pao. Yeah, me too. One of my favorites. I I think it was a flop. It was. it, It is almost a cult movie because almost everyone I talked to who's seen that movie when they were younger yeah, uh love it like it's just one of those movies where everybody just kind of likes and likes to quote but nobody goes out of their way and stands up to declare I'm a fan of this movie
1: it's also a very it's polarizing as well you either love this movie or you hate it there's no in between yeah there's
0: no it was alright I guess it was like either you're on board or you are not
1: yeah Either, like, either this is great, or this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen.
0: What do you think would have happened if this movie was massive hit? Like, 400, like, Shrek 2 level of monies.
1: Uh, I think we, th- there would have at least been a couple sequels by now. Uh, but probably with other, uh, kung, you know, obscure kung fu movies where, uh, he, he just incorporates himself into it.
0: Now, I think you're right to an extent. Uh-huh. I think that he might have... He would have gone back to the well. They almost contractually obligated, like... Yeah. You made the biggest hit of 2002 or something like that, or yeah. whatever it came out. Um, we want you to capture that magic again, and then you're going to get the imitators coming through. Oh. And then it's gonna all go, like, it's gonna all go to shit very quickly.
1: Uh, it's the same thing, but all they're doing is incorporating themselves with shitty chroma key.
0: Yeah, uh, actually, I think they want to say, listen, it's gonna be like Kung Pao, only we're not gonna do a kung fu movie. We're gonna be doing a western. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's gonna just be, this is weird. And eventually they're gonna get to a point where... They're picking movies that are no longer obscure, but popular.
1: Yeah, like, uh, Alright, here I am in, uh, Soylent Green.
0: Yeah. Or, um, Or here I am in Ghostbusters. Yeah, ugh. Yeah. And they just re-chop, re-edit everything so it's no longer what the original idea was. It's just, yeah. we're taking movies, putting them in a blender, and then adding ourselves to it. That, that
1: does sound like the logical conclusion. Especially, especially uh... Uh, the way comedies were back in the early 2000s where everything was a scary movie or an American oh, yeah. Pie or or just one of those half-assed comedies that really were more about uh, making a, a reference and
0: actually telling a joke. Like, that's kind of... Uh, that's It's kind of... Well, what you said, uh, like that is the natural progression. That is where yeah. things end because that has just been the trend and it doesn't matter what the idea is it's just going to be beaten to hell until it's yeah. like it's lost all of its luster like airplane comes out and everyone's like wow great comedy let's uh-huh. do more uh, parody and spoofs and stuff and that that train was going well for a little bit and then it started showing some very fast signs of yeah like uh what was that i, I showed you the trailer of oh plump fiction oh yeah oh i have never seen this movie i just remember somebody had it when i was younger and i saw the cover and i was like oh that looks funny because i was an idiot you know yeah kids are 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 dumb and so i watched the trailer i'm like wow this (laughs) oh i want to see this so bad yeah (laughs) this looks awful
1: (sighs) yeah it just for for some reason after the uh Uh, After the uh, Naked Gun and uh, Mel Brooks eras of uh, of parody, it just went
0: really downhill. Like I want to see parody movies of like uh, of movies that haven't done gotten parodies to them. Yeah, like I want to see. A, uh, I, I guess I don't learn my lesson after epic movie yeah, but yeah uh, like maybe I want to see a time travel parody movie That makes fun of like time movie or something like that, you know where it makes fun of every time travel movie I don't know
1: yeah, uh,
0: I, I I'm, uh I'm We've been burned before No, I want to find it bad, you know <laughs> like I'm not expecting a good movie but I do want to see him go so over the top, like using Back to the Future as a reference point. But but, but why? Because I want to make everything I love hurt.
1: You just want to see the world burn. I do. Like, it, I like I've never seen someone. First off, I've never seen someone actually want more of those shitty movies, uh, like the Not Another or the X movie. Okay. Or, or I've never seen people. Someone say. I wish there was more of that, and let alone for saying I wish there was more of that, so I can be in pain.
0: Yeah. Uh, let, let's let's take a step back here. Uh-huh. Like I want to see more of the plump fiction or Silence of the Hams yeah. level of that, which are still bad, but done in such a weird era that it's almost more of a timepiece. You know, epic movie or yeah. not another teen movie or date movie or superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> like these were all. I guess maybe too recent for me where it was just this this is the dark days of of cinema like this is this is just shit all done by all of them all done by the same two assholes yeah like I want to see like the silence of the hams level of stuff because that was a real movie also I
1: remember you you made me watch it I didn't I've never
0: watched that movie with
1: you I, I thought that was the one with uh, Dom DeLuise as as a uh, Hannibal Lecter,
0: it is, but I've never, I haven't seen it in twenty years. Yeah,
1: you, you certainly have. I because I remember his dumb like Iggy Poo. That's uh, my happy noise shit.
0: <laughs> when the hell do we watch this? Uh,
1: I don't remember. I think it was uh, like maybe a couple years ago. But yeah, you made me watch it
0: because I do remember. Uh, pu- I do play the like clips from it every now and again. It was like a. No, a... we watched the whole damn thing. Hmm. I. I, I want to call you out on this, but I don't have any any other choice because I watch a lot of movies when I'm drunk.
1: Why and... the hell would I have voluntarily watched that movie by myself?
0: I don't know, Brent. You're a weird duck sometimes. I'm not that weird. You watch a lot of movies by yourself. Then you email me uh, about them or talk to you about yeah,
1: I Well, I, yeah, I, uh, I sent you... I watched that one where... Uh... Uh what the hell is his name? Jean-Claude Van Damme looked like Ernest. Oh, did and you? <laughs> then, and then I I emailed you the picture of him looking like Ernest. That's funny. Was it was it
0: a good movie at least? No. Was it as bad as epic movie? No. Not okay. not even remotely. So so maybe cool your jets a little bit. <laughs> maybe enjoy the bad Jean-Claude Van Damme Ernest movies. Yeah,
1: I, I, I I'm not I'm not okay. saying I didn't okay. like it. I'm just saying Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, voluntarily watch a movie that I knew going in was going to be something I would hate.
0: I beg to differ. All right. Because there's a lot of times when we're picking movies here that you're just like, Oh, this looks bad.
1: Well, there's a,
0: there's, this looks bad and this looks bad. (laughs) Like, I guess I'm trying to think of any time that you've ever gone out of your way and said, well, Mark, uh, it's my pick for a movie. And I choose to pick this movie from nineteen ninety two that is one of the worst comedies ever made. Yeah. Like why would you put why would you put that on, Britton? Because I want to feel something. <laughs> I
1: I that being said, I, I I did put on the movie Toys, knowing that it was the oh, movie Toys, thinking that I think I but you my You did that? To yes, me? I did do that. And And you put on Gummo. Yes, I did.
0: I'm starting to think that you also put on. No, I put on Kangaroo Jack.
1: Yes, you did, and I'm, and you tried to escape that. I did. You I did. did. You 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 put it. You do... you
0: wrangled me in. And yeah, made you, me... you
1: turned that on and then opened your laptop and t- do whatever you want to make me watch it by myself. And I made you turn yeah. that shit off. You're
0: like you do not, you do not put on Kangaroo Jack and escape into the internet. And like, but I got a book to read. I don't give a shit about that. Okay, that's fair. Oink. I'll oh, watch Kangaroo Jack. Making me watch Kangaroo <laughs> No, you're making you watch I'm making you make me make you watch. Like, I put on Kangaroo Jack as, I guess, just for Britain. <laughs> just to yeah, shut him up we're, like, we're, like we're, you do with kids.
1: Yeah, I really don't understand. Like, it really is a bizarre thing. Like, oh, Kangaroo Jack,
0: I'll watch that. I heard it's bad. doop 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 It's like, I think it was just one of those, uh, before the movie gets started proper, I may just you know, write a few sentences or something like that, and uh, it's, it's the same thing you do with like, alright, I'm gonna, I got a three year old here, I gotta put a movie on while I do work. And I'll put on, uh, I'm trying to think of a dumb movie for kids, like Tinkerbell's Last Stand, or uh, or something like that. I'm well, just going in on Disney today. <laughs> yeah, well. This is the episode that we're gonna get uh, the cease and desist. Ah. Ah. The rest of it from here on out is going to be redacted. Um but going back to that wonderful Disney movie, the the Sword and the Stone, I thought it was really cool with the colors and the characters that were really good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Everything's redacted. Like it's I imagine it's like a
1: like the Simpsons like uh, with a thick
0: Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all it's all like praising Disney. Yeah. You know, Disney's recent work has really been kind of great. I think it's a new renaissance for this company, or <laughs> I think this is new renaissance for company. You know what? I can't stand when Disney isn't a family-friendly experience. <laughs> I don't know if I talked about it here or in person, but I'm like, you know, I, I would really like to see an R-rated Disney movie and not a Disney movie or a Disney-owned movie like a Fox yeah. movie that's R-rated. You know, like, I want to see Disney put its animation studio and all the stuff that they're doing and like We're making one hard, or not even a hard R, but a light R movie, you know, to appeal to a more adult demographic. Uh,
1: I can, I can see that, Uh, I, I, I can see that happening, I, I, because You know, Disney is kinda, is a little bit hurting, like, in terms of their creative well. Because now they're just remaking live-action things of their better intellectual
0: properties. You know, and, and like, th- those those live-action movies are, like, I've Garbage. seen a bunch of them, and I, I yeah, really, they're wonderful. I think that they should keep going the course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey Oh man, I can't stand them. I really think that they're a wonderful experience <laughs> and a fun time to spend with your friends.
0: If I had a choice of watching one of these live-action movies or getting my fingernails popped off of my uh, right off my fingers, I would watch those movies earnestly because they are good entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I love how the people can't see me making fake mouth movements. Yeah, I know. So this is strictly for nobody else. Like Britain's not even looking half I'm not, the time, I, I, I'm, and I'm I, just over here. Like, like I'm just staring off into space like I usually do. Like he's just waiting for the the hurting to stop. And I'm making mouth movements for, like, jokes for no one but me.
1: Well, you know, in my defense, that's usually what you do anyway. Yeah. Even off the microphone, I'll just hear you yammering in another room to nobody.
0: Well, I mean, first of all, I'm not talking to nobody, all right? Because Jesus is always around. Okay. But, But second of all, more importantly, I'm mostly either talking to myself or working out a bit. Like, uh, I know. A lot of times, like, yeah, talking to myself, I don't do that too often, like, Mark, what are you doing? Well, Mark, the one thing that you know, I don't do that. Yeah. But I will be working out a bit, like, hmm, would it be funny if Mr. Magoo was uh, walking around through the Chippendales? How would that go? Ah, oh, that's an lovely, uh, oh, there's sausages everywhere! Out here. <coughs> oh, everything's so slippery! <laughs> Uh, Is this jello or is it lube?
1: Uh, I'll find out when it dries. Uh,
0: Let me, I better make a phone call. Gotta crank the phone. Put it up to my mouth. Hello? Hello? Anybody there?
1: Uh, This is slippery too.
0: (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Hello? Uh, I must have got the wrong number. (laughs) Uh, Ah.
1: His phone's all soft. <laughs> I hate it when the phone goes limp on you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if I yell real loud into it, it'll fix itself. Uh,
0: oh, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's...
1: <laughs> oh, Mr. Magoo.
0: Oh, I'm glad you You know making... where you are.
1: You're just making excuses.
0: <laughs> your, your nephew came in, and now you're trying to save face. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it didn't mean you had to go to him. <laughs>
0: This is somebody who's not in my family. Click, click, click. Hello? <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things that he could be doing now, and I just... I can't get off the phone thing, so... Uh, uh,
1: what, in, in the... Uh, in Chippendales in, in Chip or In Chippendales or, yeah. or just other locations,
0: like... Uh, know, Mr. Magoo goes to Chernobyl. I mean, that would be funny, too. Like... Ah, oh, I can finally see the elephant foot! Oh, no! And now I'm seeing a light! <laughs> or he goes up to the... <laughs> Like Chernobyl might be kind of, might not be as fun. I'm th- like I'm thinking of, uh... like somewhere, oh. or like uh, one of the, one of Coligula's orgies. <laughs> yes, that would be great. Ah, I think it's raining. There's puddles all over the floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, there's a. Uh,
1: what, what, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> hey, uh, uh, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I guess everywhere. Why are we putting him in, in all these orgies and and,
0: and, and strip bars? And, and, and what, It wouldn't be funny if he was somewhere normal. Like, Mr. Magoo goes to get his eyes checked. <laughs> Mr. Magoo goes to the library. Ah, <laughs> oh, that works. I'm now. I'm at last. <laughs> uh, at least I can still read Braille. <laughs> Mr. Magoo goes to an old folks home. Now, Mr. Magoo, you have to go back to bed. No, you can't make me. I I think the nurses are stealing my jewelry. Or my medication. <laughs> That's even sadder. Yeah, it's funny. Mr. Magoo goes to real places.
1: <laughs> Mr. Magoo goes to the social security office. <laughs> yeah. I didn't receive my check in the mail. I was wondering if... Get in line, sir. All uh, right, but the line You
0: Take a number. Uh is this a three or is it a five? Get to the back of the line, sir. Uh, what number sir? Th- that's an eighty-two. You're all the way in the back. Oh, oh all right. Well, well, well what
1: number <laughs> is it now?
0: I can't read that. Now calling number four. Oh is that me? No, it's eighty two. Back of the line. Oh. Oh. And he doesn't he just leaves. He doesn't get it resolved.
1: Does he just leave, or does he fall asleep and- and uh, and his- fall asleep and forget, uh, his number? Like, they call him but he's asleep.
0: Well, they- they call him and some guy sits next to him and takes his number. It's Beetlejuice. And, yeah, swaps it out. Ooh, looks like I'm next to uh, uh, that man took my dick in it. <laughs> Back of the line! Hey, he's brought
1: back to his home in an ambulance. <laughs> See,
0: Not because he's injured. Uh, it's, just, it's just because he's doddering. <laughs> like, he wandered into the ambulance instead of a cab. <laughs> and I guess ambulances make house calls now. Of course they do. Yeah, what else are they? They're taxis. Taxis for hurt people. Take me to Broad Street, please. woo <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> woo Oh, what could he do? In, like, him in an ambulance would be... Uh, I mean, everything has to be phone stuff, I guess. He picks up one of the, uh... You know, let me call my my nephew. See where he's at. <laughs> it
1: just shocks himself.
0: Oh, oh, I can see. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> what happened? Uh, uh, bah, bah, bah. Uh, let's. We better fix him. Right, well.
1: <laughs> old school, and seven years ago, uh, now his forefathers <laughs> are.
0: <laughs> Does he keep on turning to different people. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb, uh, her
1: fleece was z- white as snow, and every where that Mary
0: went, z-
1: and quoth z- <laughs> the raven, "Nevermore." Uh, uh, good.
0: <laughs> Close enough, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mister Magoo is a source of fascination when we haven't, like I, I don't think I've ever seen a full Mister Magoo cartoon. Uh, you haven't? I don't think I have. Like, I never watched Mr. Magoo. I just—I would watch Mr. Magoo. I, I, I know of Mr. Magoo. I know what his shtick is. Yeah, um, he just—he—he—he he,
1: he he just wanders. He wanders into things and makes m- things miserable for others, but just how just narrowly escapes uh, serious injury.
0: The only Mr. Magoo that I've seen was the Leslie Nielsen one. Yeah, that was—that's a shame. Uh, maybe maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll watch some Lister. Lister. Mr. Little, when I get uh, when I get. has th-
1: been making phone
0: calls. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Magoo and uh, yeah, I just like doing the voice though. Oh, uh, Jim uh, Bacchus. Oh, I I thought
1: I just kind of wandered into the boxing match and <laughs> didn't know what was uh, happening.
0: Oh, hello, sir.
1: It's Mike Tyson.
0: <laughs> oh. It's
1: a tiny old man. Is it it bad to do a Tyson impersonation? I
0: I wouldn't. I don't want him beating me up. Yeah, that's true. And he's just like, all right. Ah, Ding, ding. Ah, Well, it sounds like school has started. (laughs) And it's just his face is just concave. It's like when Homer Simpson
1: ate that sour, (laughs) uh, that super sour candy in that episode of The Simpsons where he
0: uh, steals the us to Milo gummy. Or it's like uh, the the uh, the animated Disney Hercules, another Disney movie, the animated yeah. Disney Hercules when Hercules punches uh, Hades in the face. Yeah. Like that is exactly just...
1: And it just sounds like he's speaking out of an echoey chamber.
0: What happened to me? Where is everybody? Who turned out the lights?
1: And he, then he just wanders off. Uh, or maybe it's like instead of a, a boxing match. It's like a wrestling match and uh, like someone comes after him with a w- With a folding chair and then <laughs> like he bends down to pick up a quarter and it decks the other guy that should be uh, That's trying
0: to get him to like he he's just wandering because he he thinks he's on a, sh- like a, a street Yeah, he thinks it's a sidewalk, but it's really like the uh, the, the wrestling ring uh, and but you
1: know at, by the time He leaves the the match. He has a belt around him. Yeah
0: <laughs> I imagine a guy who comes in with the uh the chair just out of nowhere. It's like, It's the Undertaker Oh no. <laughs> oh no Yeah, you haven't caught that, me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You they they were that that fortune teller was right. <laughs> And yeah, he hits like Hulk Hogan instead, Yeah, because my wrestling knowledge doesn't go beyond 1982 or oh, I,
1: I think The Undertaker was early 90s. Okay, okay. And uh, I'm guessing, like, actually we should probably get Jenny in on this, yeah, she Jenny's- knows a lot
0: more about wrestling than we do. Yeah, Jenny's like a big wrestling fan, so, uh, Jenny, if you're watching, who would be... You, know, you write this scene. Who, who's gonna... Who you is... You think you're so good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so who's tough. narrowly gonna
1: barely... Who's not going to beat the shit out of Mr. Magoo and then hit someone else instead?
0: Like, I want, I'm want. i actually thinking more of a, like, Royal Rumble, where there's, like, 16 guys all like fighting... Like one of those at,
1: cage matches? Yeah,
0: all fighting at once, and he, he survives it.
1: Yeah, and... I... I, I, I somehow he... Cl- I want him to actually do wrestling moves but by accident like he accidentally climbs the uh, uh the, the rope and uh like does like a uh flying
0: elbow into some guy by accident <laughs> like i was thinking if it was a cage match like for some reason he just starts walking up the cage you know he's so like, like batman yeah like you know he's so blind he can't see what direction he's going. He's so blind uh, uh, that rules don't apply to him. <laughs> and then when he gets to the top, like you know, he takes out a map to see hey, where where's Third Street. And then uh, once he realizes, he falls down and you know lands on top of somebody and pins yeah. like, the
1: last the last man
0: standing. Yeah. One, two, three, ah! Uh, are you are you the friendly policeman?
1: Uh, is this the uh, is this the, uh, uh I forget the name of the group, so go on.
0: Yeah uh, well uh, who was that? Who started talking?
1: Uh it's the the the, 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 uh, the group of guys that always ride around the little cars with the uh Oh the Shriners? Uh, yeah, is this, Shriners <laughs> is this the Shriners
0: organization? Is the Shriners Convention? Yeah uh, uh, <laughs> We got a whole shoebox of earrings. Uh, uh dangly ones. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know where Mr. Magoo, uh, how he would fit into a horror land or even a, a top-notch horror thriller like this.
1: Actually, uh, Mr. Magoo uh, wandering through various horror movies would be hilarious. Just like him narrowly, like, uh, dodging the claws of Freddy Krueger or or the Jason Voorhees' uh, machete. Like, like,
0: yeah, especially considering that, first of all, if we're in the jason universe like yeah. the woods are such an easy place for him to walk around in and get lost in
1: i i, I think th- probably the best uh the best universe for him to be in would probably be the scream one hmm. because uh, the uh the Scream uh ghost face you know there there's a lot of times Ghostface gets the shit beaten out yeah
0: of him. he's he's a survivor and
1: <laughs> uh it just it would be funny if like he's coming after Ms- Mr. Magoo with this knife, and but like Mr. Magoo a- accidentally opens a door, and like it's that closet with the ironing board that <laughs> comes down and just decks uh, Ghost's face on top of the head, like out of Tom and Jerry.
0: Yeah, he just gets up and like shakes his head, and then he, <laughs> just, and he, and then he just continues on. And, and it's not the toilet. <laughs> and and he's like, you know, maybe I should uh, like. Maybe I should. It's always phone based, I guess. Maybe uh, I should call someone with my on the pay phone It's just a bag of marbles he has, thinking they're quarters. Yeah. And Ghostface just runs behind, him, just, whoop, 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 just
1: slams, Sla- falls down the stairs to the basement. <laughs> There's an awful lot of racket going down these teenagers yeah. these days.
0: Yeah, this must be where the draft's coming from. And he shuts the door right on Ghostface and knocks him back down yep. the steps,
1: <laughs> right as he was just about to cross the threshold. <laughs>
0: I was thinking another good universe would be (laughs) the Hellraiser universe, especially (laughs) the sequel when they're actually in hell.
1: Like, actually, it wasn't hell. I don't think they were in. It was just like this
0: alternate dimension of pain, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. It was like the the Leviathan universe. And there was just nothing but pain and torture, and he's... Just bumbling his way around, it has no effect on him because he can't see it. Like
1: I imagine, there's all these traps again, like swinging pendulums, like down a hallway, and he's just walking through (laughs) them, and they're just narrowly missing him. Yeah, it's it's breezy in here.
0: (laughs) And just when you think he's about to walk off the edge, like into the, the pit of suffering, you know, he like walks over, and then. Like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, he just goes all the way around, so he's, like, walking upside down on the cliff or, like, a Roadrunner thing, you know, and just... Slowly, just walks in and winds up back in the same place he is before,
1: and like he's,
0: and then he's
1: just again he's wandering down some hallway or is in some torture room, and a centibite's coming after him, and he uh, again bends <laughs> over to pick up a, a hell coin, and uh, like uh, trips over Mister Magoo and ends up in like an Iron Maiden. <laughs>
0: Oh, you don't see a lot of silver dollars anymore.
1: No, it's a steel penny. I haven't seen a steel penny since the war.
0: Why, oh, my goodness, this is a this is a hay penny. Oh, this is worth more than half a cent, I'll tell I you, you that.
1: you feel, such wonderful pain. Oh,
0: <laughs> let me out! Let me out!
1: Yes, it sounds like someone's at the door.
0: And- <laughs> Uh, someone keeps leaving these doors open. Uh,
1: neighbor's dog's making <laughs> a racket again.
0: He somehow comes out of that as the king of hell or king of the light <laughs> He's
1: sitting on this throne of skulls.
0: <laughs> like I imagine that he has the pins in him, like pinhead. But he doesn't. He doesn't know that he has. I it.
1: was never a big fan of acupuncture. But... <laughs>
0: My, what, sh- what sweet sights I have to show you. You
1: will feel such glorious pain.
0: <laughs> that would really be confusing the guys, like Uncle Frank in the uh, in the first movie. Like, oh, I want to see Torment. I guess that's how I choose my movies. Yeah. I want to see how much pain I can inflict on myself. Yeah. And he opens the puzzle box and out comes Mr. Magoo. Yeah, he solves my... Uh, who are you? <laughs> uh... Because, like, all of them are the normal. It's like like the, the, the fat guy with the sunglasses and the girl who's, you know, throats ripped open yeah, and shattering.
1: Like, like, all the pillars of, of, of chains and, and hooks come <laughs> up and, and they grab him. And,
0: and he's just wandering uh, in with his cane, tapping on
1: everything. Uh, Jesus <laughs> wept.
0: <laughs> just, like, that would not, like, if this guy comes, if Mr. Mugoo came out, I would be like, would it be less terrifying more confusing or uh, somehow more con- ter- more terrifying
1: I, I think it would be more terrifying because it is confusing like like you see all these uh these hooks and chains and and all these monstrosities coming out and then just a doddering old man that they seem to uh, bend the knee to like
0: you see hooks chains all this blood and mutilation and you yeah. just know like I like I, I may not like this. I might be scared because of yeah. all this stuff, but on a core level, I understand yeah. what these people are about. But then when you see Mr. Magoo coming out, right. I don't even know what these people are about anymore.
1: And listen, who, who's going to get tortured today? Is it <laughs> you? Oh, no, that's you, Chattermouth. Uh, right, you're not going to get anything else till Wednesday.
0: Please don't cry, it's a waste of good suffering. (laughs) you'll you'll have your chance to cry
1: later on. (laughs) He's talking to a statue. (laughs) (laughs) A mannequin.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like he's poking it with a... Like like jabbing it with a little dagger. And like the guy's like, I don't want to correct him, but I also don't want to, you know, get hurt.
1: And and the other centibytes are just kind of embarrassed.
0: Like, they're just like... Trying to hide their faces. How'd he kill Pinhead? <laughs> How'd he become? You do not dare speak his name. hey someone speaking my name over here? No, uh, no, no, sir, no sir. Uh,
1: is someone asking for my wrath? I don't
0: know, no, no. We find we
1: I got plenty of <laughs> wrath to go around.
0: I've got, I've got wrath for a day. <laughs> uh,
1: just, just hold up your hand so I can see who it is. <laughs>
0: Uh, 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 uh,
1: They hold up Uncle Frank's hand. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, Looks Uh, like you're the lucky victim.
1: Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Usually they don't hold their hands up like that when I ask.
0: Man, you you put it right up in here. (laughs) Can you help me and grab the hook and put it in your ear? Like, he tries to put the hook in, and of course it's just... It's in the complete wrong place. For somehow... It ends up on, like, a big mouth Billy Bass fish. (laughs) He's (laughs) a talkative one, isn't he? So I hope hope everyone listening at home, I hope they like Mr. Magoo or Jim Backus, because we just spent the last half hour doing a Jim Backus impression.
1: Yeah, which, you know, with me, it turned a little bit into
0: uh, Jimmy Stewart. Well, of course, that's natural. Yeah. And with me, it's just I, I can't do impressions of anybody. So yeah, no. Oh. So it's just a like. At least it wasn't my Alf impression. Oh, or AKA your, all your impressions. Right. Like Alf, it's Gilligan. It's Barney. <laughs> it's Bar- Barney Rubble and Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's,
1: it, it's a, it's a, it, you know, it's a useful impression to keep coming back on.
0: Yeah, like I keep building on it, like. It's it's a base it's a base impression that I could just add a thing here or there to change it up. It's like I'm putting a hat on a stupid impression <laughs> and changing it to another impression.
1: Yeah. It's just yeah, it just
0: depends on who
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just what you just said.
0: A hat. A hat. Hats on. And I guess uh on that on that note, um what's it called again? Uh Inferno. Inferno. Uh I, I thought it was I thought it was good. It was good for more reasons than plot. Yeah, uh, there was maybe like there was there was just not a lot of spoken dialogue in this movie. Yeah, it was almost all uh, like I said, uh, more of mood and atmosphere and setting and lights and colors and you know and I, like the color scheme was fantastic. Yes, it was a creepy atmosphere, and yeah. so it was pretty good. I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it six farts or six stars. Six farts, six stars.
1: Yeah, uh, I yeah. Again, I, it was it was a good movie. It was uh, a little confusing as to exactly what was going on and exactly who uh, the villains were because the villains were, I uh, kind of here and there. Like we didn't really get anything concrete. But it, it, as a study of uh, visuals and and camera work, it's definitely worth the experience uh so yeah I, I would say six uh you know six stars is good
0: all right um so i guess i'll do it britain do you have anything you'd like to promote before we go
1: uh so i have a podcast called oh. now dig on this all right uh that i like um i, I have a co-host and don't worry about him he yeah, oh my, you have a co-host yeah yeah he's my co-host <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh and uh, yeah it's okay like I think I really am the. Uh, yeah, I think I really am the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Like I really kind of bring it all together, of course. That but and the, and the other guy kind of contributes things here and there.
0: Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: but uh, yeah. Now dig on this.
0: I'll have to check that out. Now go to now dig on this and listen to Britain's podcast. Yes. Um, I have a podcast also. Oh, what's it called? It's called Now Dig On This. Oh. And um, I'm the I'm the star of the show, but I have uh, I yeah. have I have a, a co-host. Yeah. Um, he thinks he's better than everybody uh-huh. and he's a little uppity but uh, yeah. and science lump minded and he's 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 way too tall uh-huh. um, and uh, he's a jerk and he's you but <laughs> <laughs> but no that, I guess that will do it uh, take it easy everybody to Lou that ought to hold a little soB yeah